Hey there, fellow streakers. It's Jeff and Jamie. We're back with you again. No guest this week, but we have some exciting things we want to talk to you about. In this Easter week, we wanted to talk a little bit about renewal and then also giving yourself grace. So how about it? Let's get streaking. Hey, Jamie. Good morning, Jeff. How oh, are you? I'm great. I'm excited. We have the music coming in right now. Oh, there it is. <laughs> that was good. That was good. We're going to give a little grace on that one. <laughs> Thank you. Know that sometimes things don't quite they go. They don't quite go the way that you want it to. That you thought they would. What was it that, um, how come you, I, this is a topic this you brought idea. to me. Yeah, how come you wanted to talk about it? What were some of the things that came to mind? Other than Easter, I mean, which is coming up, which is all about renewal. And also grace, I guess, as I look at it. Yeah. So just thinking about, yeah, this time of year and this Easter season, which to me is a lot um, like Christmas. It has a lot of the same feelings and emotions around it for me. Um, family and renewal, that that new time of year and starting and being like, all right, I'm going to start fresh. And as we hit this season of yeah, the weather getting better, which I'm patiently waiting for. <laughs> and the flowers coming up and just that rebirth of things growing again. It's really fun to go outside and see things starting to bloom. And so that feeling of renewal. And I was just thinking about, so actually this came about because you and I have had several discussions over the last little while and several things that have come up when we think about streaking. So right. a couple things that you are super... I don't know if adamant about, but just things that you talk about often is that, well, and law number two is no record, no streak. And I actually encountered um, a friend this week that has been streaking for a while. Hello, friend. We know you listen to us. I know. And we love you. <laughs> and she had mentioned that it's, she was commenting on one of my podcasts about my morning prayer streak and how hard it was. And she was giving me some suggestions, which was a great suggestion. And then she had just mentioned kind Don't of you love that. Can I interrupt right there real quick? Yes. It's one of the things that I love about the streaking community is everyone is interested in helping everyone else. Yes. That is one of the things I love most about the app is the community where everyone is encouraging everyone else on their streak and to really really take that streak and celebrate it with everyone. Mm -hmm. I, I just, I think of the different uh, posts that have been made within the app about people and the streaks that they're trying and the things that they're doing to renew or to change or to get even better. And I, ju I just get so inspired by everything that they're saying. So it's neat that she reached out to you and said, here's a couple of thoughts and ideas that you might want to try. Yes. And if you're interested in following the community, you can download the app and just look at the community. You can follow that community of streakers and see people's comments without having any level of commitment if you're not ready to start to go, a streak if you're not or ready you want to go to start that way. But yet. it's a great and it's a platform. Gr it's a great way too to see what, how other people are using it and and be and look at the ideas and also to understand what laughably simple means sometimes to look yeah. at it and be like, oh, you can set something that simple. That's like, like I've had that experience with people. They're like, really? That simple? I'm like, yeah, you can do that. That's yeah, simple. And it's great. And it's great. Be because it provides that floor. Anyway, so you were you were getting advice back from your And friend. I had a shocking moment because she had said um, one of my most difficult things about streaking is having to start over. Sometimes I've done the streak and I forgot to record it and I have to start completely over. And I thought, I don't do that. If I forget to record it, I just record it the next day. As long as I kept the streak alive, the streak is alive. But I could totally understand how we say no record, no streak. 
and this idea that if you didn't record it the day that you did it, you broke the streak. So I wanted to ask so let me you see, a little bit about that. Let me see if I that. understand exactly what the issue was. So I did the streak, but I didn't record it. And therefore, technically, because I didn't record it, and we say no record, no streak, I broke the streak. I broke the streak. Wow. Okay. I'd, but that's not I'd how you and put, I do it. No. Well, and it's not ever, that was not ever in my brain when when you and I were thinking about it. In my brain was always you just need to record that you did the streak. Now, if you just it's the need next to have a day, record. Yeah. The only reason that I look at maybe why I've emphasized that is not necessarily because um, it's it's bad to record it the next day. It's more that for me personally that I'll miss doing the streak. If I don't review the streaks that I've done or that I've set up, that I will actually miss that. And therefore the next day actually have broken the streak because I didn't do the activity. Right. Not because I didn't record it. So that that's wow, that's huge. So that was so So any of you that are out there, if you've done the streak, we've made provisions within the app for you to be able to go in and update the streak. And in fact, one of the things that we're doing with the app right now, I just saw the update come out right now. If, for example, you don't, um, for whatever reason, open the app that day, it the next day it'll say, basically, did you complete these streaks? And you can say yes, and it will mark them off for you. Because it's not about um, getting punished for not actually doing the recording. It's about rewarding you for doing the streak and to keep a record that you actually did it. It's about the confidence sense? of knowing that you did it, but not meant to be, it's not meant to be a whip to beat yourself with. Wow. And so so that was the first thing that we were talking about in terms of, and, and that kind of made me, so the, sorry, I've, I've interrupted myself. The other thing that you've talked a lot about um, with me, and I think a little bit on podcasts, is giving yourself grace. And so I wanted to talk a little bit about that in the sense of how you work together with this no record, no streak, um, that the power of the consecutive consecutiveness, that the, the, the power of the streak comes from having that consecutiveness there and in place. But how does that work with allowing yourself to have grace? That's really good. Because I think that I... I mean, I give myself grace and I give myself grace in the sense of the laughably simple that I do with the particular streak, whatever it is I'm completing. So for example, I have um, streaks that a lot of people have known and write at least one sentence daily or read at least one paragraph in a nonfiction book daily. When I say I give myself grace, there's sometimes where I'll pull that nonfiction book up, I will read the paragraph and that's it. And I won't even have comprehended what it was that it actually said. And sometimes I think to myself, and we've discussed this before, and I'm sure that every streaker that's out there that has started streaks like this and have done something like this where you've given yourself grace, immediately the voice comes into my head that says, are you really making any difference to yourself? Are you really doing anything that will make any type of growth uh, or any type of improvement going forward. And and for me, sometimes, like, why did you even spend the time to read a paragraph that you're not going to comprehend? What's the point? Exactly. Like, why spend time doing that? And as I... So I give myself grace in the sense that at that moment when I'm thinking that, I'm not thinking that about the performance that I'm trying to get through the paragraph. I'm not trying... I'm not thinking about learning something from the paragraph. What I do to give myself grace is I'm thinking I'm keeping my consecutive muscle strengthened. I'm strengthening my consecutive muscle. I'm keeping it strong. 
And that is the muscle, the primary muscle for streaking is the consecutive muscle. And you've said that a lot, the consecutive muscle. And as I was thinking about, okay, so taking the example again of reading a paragraph, it's late at night, you're tired, you read this paragraph, it's five sentences, you literally just read the words on the page, but there's no comprehension to it. And then you think, why, why spend the time doing it? What is the benefit of having done that? And in my mind, what you talk about, the consecutive muscle of just building this muscle of, of doing it consecutively. And in my mind, it works as a reminder that says, this is something that's important to me. I have decided that this is something that's important to me, and I'm going to keep doing it. And so it serves as a reminder of what things are important, and that though I'm not giving it 150% every day, I am giving it percentages of my life every day. Because it's a so so the the act serves as it doesn't matter what I read or comprehended. What matters is that I said to myself, this is something that's important that I want in my life. I want to continue to be a reader. It's important to me. And I'm going to remind myself of that by reading a paragraph real quick. In brain science, so let's go to brain science for just a second. To form a new neural pathway, you need to be consecutive with a behavior for a long time. And what you've just said is bringing it, bringing it to a level of consciousness that it is now forming a new neural pathway. There are some, so in forming that new neural pathway, what I'm doing is being mindful about who I want to be, being a conscious person. We are not individuals who can be programmed. In other words, the program is as soon as I do this, as soon as I put in the code, this is how the program is going to act every single time. That is not the case when it comes to growth. We're I, humans. Yeah, we're humans. When I look at what we talked about with Whitney Johnson about the S-curve of growth, and by the way, we were on her podcast. It just got released this week. It was so fun to listen to again. Yes, so <laughs> She is such a great interviewer. She really is I, great. I didn't necessarily like listening to myself, but I loved the insights that she had and the questions that she asked us in regards to how streaking interacts with the S-curve of growth. And what I'm doing when I'm going to a new S-curve is I'm forming new neural pathways that are not top of mind, that are not in my mindful state. And therefore, what I'm doing when I'm reading at least one paragraph daily, and I'm looking at that paragraph, and I'm recognizing that I want to be consecutive with it, I'm building the consecutive muscle that brings it to the state of mindfulness in order to accomplish who I want to be. And therefore, as that keeps going along, I also think of another little metaphor, marathon training. There's days on marathon training that you walk a mile. Mm -hmm. And why? Because you need a little bit of rest. And there's other days where you're running 15 miles. And then the next day, you'll just walk a mile. And even in that, I love that you brought up the marathon training because there's a couple things that you learn when you're marathon training. And the biggest thing that I feel like becomes a priority when you're training for a marathon is learning to listen to your body, learning to listen to when you know you need to push through something and when you know you need to step back. Because you may have a, 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 a six or seven miler that you're like, okay, I just, I'm not in the mood, but I just need to push through and make this happen. Or you may have a six or seven miler that you look at it and you're like, if I push through this, I'm going to injure myself. I know what my body is saying. And even though it's on the schedule that I need to run seven miles today, 
I'm going to walk too. Like it's understanding, it's working with your body through those trial and error times to know when you need to push yourself and when you're listening and like, okay, it doesn't matter what it says. I know what my body's saying and I've got to pull back. And for me, it was learning how to know that to push. For you, it was learning how to know when to pull back. And I think that's part of what streaking does is it teaches you about yourself and those times when, so I think about the the paragraph reading for me, reading books. I have one book that I have been working on for months that I read about three or four paragraphs a who's, night. Whose book is it? Which, it's it's, it's Chris Dancy's book. Yeah. I've been working on it for a while. I'm, I'm 87% done with the book, but I want to finish it. But it's been an interesting evaluation for me because oftentimes when I open it and realize I'm still reading the same book, it's difficult to not get hard on myself sometimes and think, I want to be a prolific reader. I want to, I'm comparing myself to people that read a book a week and I wanted to be one of those people. The thing that's been great is to realize that there's times and seasons in life and there's personalities and there's things that all come into play with that situation. And the thing I've learned first is just stop comparing myself to other people and be me. And secondly, to look at it and think, as I've read that book slowly, I've really had time to think about the different things that he's saying in that book and teaching myself to finish the whole book not to get what I need out of it and then be done. So just different things like that's been my personal experience with this. And I think there's been a lot of value that comes from that personal experience because I still have that streak. Giving yourself grace is really what you're saying. And I think that a lot of people have talked about the marathon being the metaphor for life. Mm -hmm. In life, we're running a marathon. We're not doing a sprint. I think that this is now, as I think about the metaphor, we say it, but now how do I actually apply it? That's where streaking comes in because I set up the floor mm-hmm. and the floor is I'm going to run or walk at least one mile daily. And as I run or walk that mile, there's other days where I will, especially in marathon training, do do more than that because I need to. There's something that comes about that I need to. And then other days where I'm not going to because I will injure myself. Mm-hmm. And so as I look at, for example, what you're saying with finishing Chris Dancy's book, that is a beautiful example of giving yourself grace because it's not about finishing the book. It's about reading every day. And the other thing that I've recognized as well, I wrote, a, I wrote an article on this about how when you slow down, for example, reading a paragraph a day, you can really think about it and go into deeper detail and understanding than you otherwise would. Because if you were just trying to finish the book, I would say that that has less value than it does to read at least one paragraph daily. And let me explain what I mean by that. There was one time where I did have a streak that was to read at least a page daily. Or no, no, no. It was actually to read a chapter of scripture daily. And I would read a chapter of scripture daily and it it was, I mean, it was great. I was keeping that streak alive. But I recognized that as I read that chapter, there were many times where I was speeding through it just to get to the end. And I would miss all kinds of connections and opportunities to learn because I was just rushing right through it. So I actually changed that streak. I What I call is um, I stepped it down to read at least one verse daily. Now, here's a little bit of streaking nuance for you, giving yourself grace. 
If I was reading a chapter daily, and let's say I had that streak alive for 1,232 days, and on, on day 1,233, I decided that I'm going to step that streak down to a verse, do I still get to keep the streak alive? Yes. Because? Because you've still read a verse for all of those 1,132 days. Exactly. And this is another part of streaking grace is if I've started something that's too hard or that I'm not able to keep up or that I recognize that I'm really not getting out of it what I thought I could because I could slow down and read a verse and really take and drink that verse in and understand it in a way that I hadn't otherwise done, I'm giving myself permission, like in marathon training, to take a rest day and to really think about what it is that I'm reading. And then on other days, I may read a chapter and a half or whatever else it is. I mean, when you get into the Bible and you have all the begats, I mean, you can read the, through those pretty quick and I'm not sure what I've learned from them. <laughs> so, the thing so, I'm thinking so about is... It's just that, <clears throat> you know, it's, it's, it's stepping it down. And guess what? In stepping it down, the streak is still alive. And I'm thinking as you're talking, the, the where goals and streaks fit in here in this place. So you have a streak to read a verse a day or a paragraph in a book a day. I may set a goal where I'm like, you know what, in this certain period of time, I do want to read the entire scripture by this time because I want an overview or I want to, you can do that and reach for that goal. And, and you know, you may make it, you may not, doesn't matter as much as the fact that, you you know, you've got this goal that you're reaching for. But the streak is what you're standing on. You're still reading a verse or a paragraph every day. And so that's where that fits in that I look at and think you can set a goal around these things if you're like, you know what, I do need to finish this book. I'm going to do this. Let's keep the metaphor, <clears throat> the metaphor going on the marathon because I love what you just said. I have a goal to complete a marathon. And that goal has a start line, a finish line, and a deadline. I may have, if I'm even a little bit more ambitious, a goal to run that marathon in a certain amount of time. time. That may be another goal that I have. And the difference between the goal and the streak is the goal has a failure point or a success point. I'm either going to do it or I'm not. I mean, right. that's all there is to it. Another the, difference is you're reaching. Yeah. Like this is oh, something is that's going to take significant okay. effort. Interesting. I saw a little, um, it was on YouTube and it was a challenge on how long... You get a hundred bucks if you can hang from a bar for a hundred seconds or something like that. And I don't think people realize the amount of stress that goes under, because a hundred seconds is just over a minute. I mean, it's, it's close to two minutes, right? 120 seconds would mm -hmm. be two minutes. So I was watching these individuals. I mean, and it is, it's a long, you think that one and a half minutes is not that long or one minute and 40 seconds is not yeah. that long. But these people were sweating to hang from this bar. And that's often what I think about when we hang from a bar of a goal without a floor. It's really hard to hold on to that. And yes. what happens is when you ultimately fall, and I know we're talking conceptually here, from that bar, you feel like a failure. You mm -hmm. feel that you have failed. But when you have a floor to stand on while you're reaching for that bar, it's not that you won't hang from it every once in a right. while, but you have a solid floor on to which to land. Onto. And so speaking in the whole terms of giving grace, and this is a whole, I, I had like this thought while you were talking, it just came to me. The marathon happens. You accomplish the goal. You read the book. You get it done in the amount of time that you did. You read the, the Old Testament like right. you've always wanted to do, and you get it done in the amount of time that you wanted to, and you accomplish the goal. You have this great climax. You feel great. The next day, 
you read at least a verse of scripture. Mm -hmm. And what happens is this climax of either failure or success does not remove the floor that is there to continue to support you going forward. Because if it does, it's a lot like some of the other races before we started streaking. A lot of the other things I'd do, I'd accomplish the goal. And then ultimately, the next day, the day after, there's this huge letdown. Well, and and you let down or you ride the wave of accomplishment where you're like, okay, I've run. I'm good. I'm good for a while. I can just relax and feel good about what I've done, which is true. You can relax and feel good about what you've done. But by allowing yourself to have that streak, you you are able to carry the momentum through that time. Because oftentimes we allow ourselves to relax longer than what we you, think we're going to. You more eloquently put it than, that's what I was thinking in my head when I said let down, but yep. I, you more eloquently put it as far as it's, okay, I can relax. I can relax. This counts for the next three months. So in this relax, <laughs> exactly. Right. I don't have to but run for it. But that's where getting giving yourself grace allows you now, for example, I remember when we wrote the book and I remember the day after it was published or we sent the final manuscript off to the publisher, that next day... I was like, well, what what am I going to write? <laughs> but I was like, I can give myself grace and write just one sentence. Right. I finished the book or I finished we finished the, the book, book. Yes. And that was it. And it keeps and it was that okay. momentum going and when you're so good. And when you're ready to start the next book, you're not starting clear back from like, oh my goodness, I haven't been doing this for a really long time. You're starting from, well, I've been doing this and now I'm going to I'm going to reach again. And, I'm and ready to reach again. And that's where streaks and goals work together so, so well. well. Yes. So we found this great article, what it really means to give yourself grace. And I think you should read the whole thing. I mean, it is really good. Okay. Who's the it article by? was by Rebecca Ruiz. And it's, um, I don't know what website it's on, but it's, I think on, it's on mental Mashable. health. It's Mashable. on Mashable. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, it is Mashable. All right. I am just going to read it. In our search for calm and stability during a hellish year, perhaps no mantra stands out as more comforting than quote, give yourself grace, unquote. And this is referencing um, COVID was the year that they were talking about here. It's the refrain you might turn to when coping with daily frustrations like arguing with your children, driving aggressively after being cut off, or feeling overwhelmed by the stress of the coronavirus coronavirus pandemic. It offers relief in the midst of serious transgressions, like failing to show up for an important moment or betraying a promise. Give yourself grace is permission to forgive your mistakes, lapses in judgment, and hurtful behavior because no one is perfect. The saying has deep roots in yoga and faith communities, and it frequently shows up online as a hashtag or inspirational quote. On Instagram, which only tracks hashtags up to 90 days in the past, the combination of hashtag grace and hashtag give yourself grace had more than 400,000 uses in the past few months. While the Give Yourself Grace hashtag on the platform didn't grow significantly during that time, it's waiting there as a gentle reminder to let go of self-criticism, pity, and shame. Yet grace-giving should involve more than putting yourself at ease. It should also prompt some form of action, whether that's self-care, repairing a damaged relationship, or taking responsibility for your choices. First, you need to learn how to use it as more than a hashtag or cliché. So one of the reasons I wanted to talk about and read this article is because of that paragraph right there. I loved what it said that grace, giving yourself grace, is should prompt some form of action. That it's not just excusing yourself, but that it's it's prompting you 
to repair a damaged relationship or take responsibility for your choices. That's what I feel streaking has the potential of doing as we talk about giving yourself grace is that you look at it and say, okay, I'm not perfect. I missed a streak or I didn't do that the way I wanted to, but that the, the grace is prompting you to continue moving forward, to continue working at becoming the person that you want to be. Back to the article. Diane Bondi, Bondi, sorry, a yoga teacher and author of Yoga for Everyone, knows the saying well and is a big believer in its potential. Grace happens to give us some space, acceptance, and room to take a hard swallow or step, or step back and practice self-compassion, she says. Like any other well-worn saying, Bondi says it can become also become empty or plastic if used in the wrong context. That could be invoking it to exit an uncomfortable situation or avoiding making an apology when you've hurt someone else. Grace isn't an excuse for feeling less inner or interpersonal conflict, but an opportunity to be kind to yourself. Bondi says that when expressions of grace online are performative, they ultimately become a trendy, meaningless sentiment. If someone you follow online talks about giving grace, that should arise in an appropriate context and be tied to an action, like solving problems, seeking forgiveness, or practicing acceptance of difficult circumstances and emotions. Don't just say the word and not do anything to deal with a problem, or say the word and center yourself, she says. Toby Sola, head teacher of the meditation app BrightMind, thinks of grace-giving as a form of equanimity. That concept is defined by an openness, softness, and love, qualities that allow emotions to come and go without push or pull, says Sola. People often want to hold positive emotions close and resist negative feelings, but equanimity can help them instead greet every experience with warmth and acceptance. Sola says this actually increases the fulfillment derived from pleasurable experiences while decreasing the distress that comes from uncomfortable feelings. Can I interrupt right there? Yes. That is, I believe, what streaking is all about. How so? Equanimity can help you instead greet every experience with warmth and acceptance, be it negative or positive. So the the positivity that comes from completing a goal, I can accept that with warmth and know that I can continue forward, continue growing. And negative experiences where... I don't feel as good about myself or something I did not accomplish or I missed the goal mm-hmm. and I don't feel as great about it, but I can still go to what I do on a consistent consecutive basis. And so that right there, they want to hold positive emotions close and resist negative feelings, but equanimity or streaking can help instead greet every experience with warmth and acceptance. Sometimes I hear of people, for example, that have broken their streak. And for whatever reason, that you know, there's there's myriad of reasons that are out there, and we could get into that ad nauseum. The key here, though, is giving yourself grace, even in breaking a streak. I remember um, when I broke my sentence writing streak; I was at 245 days, and in that 245 days, I I had some great success. And then day number 246 was I don't know what happened that day, but day number 247, I realized that I didn't write my sentence on day number. 246. I mourned it. I thought about it. I thought, is it something that I still want? Is it something I still want to do? And do I still want to build that consecutive muscle? The answer is yes. So I started again. And and since that time, for that streak, I haven't broken that streak since that time. But that was a great period of where I reevaluated and accepted with warmth 
and understanding that, hey, this happens. And it became a data point, not a defining point. Oh, that's really good. A data point, not a defining point. In other words, that data shows that I am putting in the effort and becoming the person I want to be. And and in that regard, you can say, okay, this is the data that shows who I'm becoming. Yeah. That's really good. When, sorry, I was finding my spot in the article. When regret and shame, for example, are met with acceptance, Sola says they're not just a source of distress, but serve an important purpose by signaling to the mind and body that it's possible to act differently in the future. In that sense, consider giving yourself grace a step toward making different choices. Discovering a grace-related social media post that offers an opportunity to be kind to yourself may help your body relax. The exhausted mom who sees a post about giving yourself grace when balancing remote school and work might feel her harsh self-judgment fall away along with the sudden release of tight jaw or tensed muscles. To reproduce this sensation offline, Sola recommends relaxing the body and taking a few deep breaths. I do love this, this, this being aware to sometimes step back from the emotion that can be so strong in these moments where you um, are feeling some of these negative emotions and stepping back sometimes and just taking a deep breath. And I, and I think again of what Megan uh, Sumrall talked about as far as being able to take a step away, take a deep breath. And she had the streak of, she recommended the streak of intentionally putting down your phone at least one time daily. Yes. And I know of other streakers that have intentionally take five deep breaths daily. In other words, step back, really understand where it is you're at and it's okay. And that again, brings it to a level of mindfulness that it otherwise would not be. You're forming those new neural pathways. And becoming intentionally self-aware, like creating a streak that reminds you to be intentionally self-aware, which to me is a huge ability to feel a level of control in your own life. Absolutely. To be able to be like, okay, I am not controlled by all of these external forces. I have the ability to step back, take a breath, center myself and be the person that I want to be independent of the circumstances that are are swirling around me. Absolutely. While that's not equanimity in practice, and so the the taking of deep breaths, um, in practice, it is a step in the right direction. For a more authentic experience of equanimity, try a guided meditation while keeping the body loose and putting a slight smile on your face. And you can't read that and not smile. (laughs) The meditation could include a mantra like, I give myself grace which should be recited in a calm, matter-of-fact tone. If it feels forced at first, rest assured that the mantra can seep into the rest of your being over time, says Sola. So that would be a great streak right there. Is Say at least one time, take one time, at least one time daily, a couple of breaths, and I give myself grace. I give myself grace. In a calm manner. I mean, it would be really interesting to see how that would change me as an individual if I took that streak on. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, the pitfall in this practice, however, (laughs) and this is... Watch out now. (laughs) I have decided that in life, this is... I think focusing on the extremes is not a good place to be and that life is this perpetual state of attaining balance, this constant course correction, this constant... And I think that's why we have such an allergic reaction to the idea of growth and habits being automatic is because there's just no... There's so few things in life that don't require constant course correction. Just mm. maybe a little bit of course correction, but this idea that you can just go through and set it on autopilot and it's going to take you where you want to be 
is just not something that I've seen happen very often in hardly anything. In growth, especially. Yeah. I mean, as you look at the S-curve of growth, you recognize that that is a mindful pursuit and you can't just program it in at the, at the beginning and be like, all right, I'm on my growth. I'm on my next growth pattern exactly. and here I go. You have to be making little course corrections and constant evaluation. Okay, the pitfall in this practice, so the reason I brought that up is this idea that going to an extreme and saying, oh, I've found the total answer isn't going to happen. You're always going to be having to find the balance. Is mistaking equanimity for apathy about your behavior because everything can be met with non-judgmental openness. You should strive to improve the world and your relationships in how you act, says Sola. Equanimity used appropriately can help you do that by reducing the stress and anxiety that come with challenging emotions and experiences, thereby freeing up energy to responsibly handle strain, mistakes, and conflict. So I love that when, when it's saying, don't use this idea of equanimity and giving yourself grace to excuse yourself from all things or to accept everything with non-judgmental openness. That's not going to help you either. You are meant to be growing and there's going to be things that require effort and uncomfortableness. Are you saying that to yourself? Yes. Most <laughs> of what I say like on it. this podcast, I'm saying to myself. <laughs> Sola understands why the idea of giving yourself grace has been helpful for people during a year filled with suffering. When you're objectively, when you're objectively overwhelmed and sometimes you don't even know what to do to make yourself to make your situation better, which is the case for a lot of people, you only have one option, he says, to greet it with grace. Powerful. I just really loved the concept of giving yourself grace is allowing yourself to recognize that you're not perfect, you're not going to do things perfectly, but it should prompt you to some form of action. How come you think we have ahead. to tell ourselves that though? How come we have to say, I'm not perfect? Because being perfect is so alluring. That's why the idea of if I can do this for 31 days or 21 days and it'll just be there perfectly and I won't have to focus on it anymore is so alluring. And we would love to be just, oh, I've done that and now it's going to happen perfectly from here on out. But that mm. is just not real life. Mm. It is alluring. I mean, because as I think about it, I mean, that was that was honestly what I wanted to have happen when I was trying to get my teeth healthy. Mm -hmm. I wanted it to just be automatic. I didn't want to have to deal with it anymore. I don't want to have I wanted to put to the have effort in and think about it all the time. And think about it. And I still think about it to this day. And But I love what you often say when, when you look at it and think, but do we really want these behaviors to be that automatic? I mean, what kind of world would we live in if you did something consistently for 21 days and now it was automatic and you never had to think about it? There's a lot of bad things that would be a part of that as well. And isn't that usually what happens? Usually it's the bad habits, the one that take away from growth that do become more automatic. They're more appealing to me. I mean, I'm, I, I love sugar and, you know, being able to get a candy bar every single day, I would not need a streak mm -hmm. <laughs> and, how... and it could be very quickly exactly. a habit because it has all the habit forming necessary things. And there, there's hardly anything that I look at that's growth related that becomes a habit. There's not, I agree. So just in my, I, I just really love this, that, that grace should prompt you to some form of action and, and propels you to continue to move forward. So that answers the question that I kind of was asking is how does grace fit in with streaking? Yeah, it's, it's recognizing that, like you said, you're building that consecutive muscle. You're wanting to improve. You're wanting to get better. But you're also recognizing you're not going to be perfect. 
But grace prompts you to continue moving forward, to recognize that you can keep being better as you go forward. And I believe that in and of itself is renewal. Yes. That that just flows right into renewal as we go into the spring season where everything starts to be renewed again. And don't you love it that even a pandemic or inflation or war can't change the fact that spring always comes after winter? That you, you may have the worst winter, but no matter what's happening in the world, spring will still come. <laughs> That's so good. It's so important in all of our lives. Sometimes... You know, as you look at spring will still come, that spring may not be as wonderful. I mean, there are awful times in the there period of times that in are the hard. Yeah. history of the world where spring has been quashed. Even though the world was renewing, it was a people that was oppressed or mm-hmm. that was under great distress. And that spring wasn't so much there, but each one of us inside of ourself, in fact, in fact that's why I like Viktor Frankl's work, uh, which is all about going from the inside out rather than taking your extenuating circumstances or the exterior in helps you to recognize I do have power within myself to be able to continue forward and to do so in quite awful circumstances at times. I think that's why those those experiences of people are so amazing. Viktor Frankl, or I think of the book, The Hiding Place, Corey Ten Boom, people who are in these awful, awful experiences But what gives them strength is knowing that no matter what's been taken away from them, they still have the ability to decide the kind of person they want to be in that circumstance. And that that little bit gives them hope and the ability to move forward. Wow. As you talk about that, I think that that's one of the things that I've been trying to take and put into my own life with streaking in the sense of being able to think about that on a daily basis and being able to bring to a level of mindfulness, that whole idea that I can choose who I want to be. And I can choose that through the actions I decide to do, even when oppressed. Now, I'm speaking in way out of my league on this as far as it's concerned, because honestly, in my lifetime, I've never been oppressed. I've never been under the rule of a dictator or a tyrant. I've never been imprisoned. I don't know what any of those things are like. And so I have to take it on the authority of those who have and they've said, Victor Frankl, uh, Corey Ten Boom, and others have talked about how that comes from within. Mm-hmm. Thank you. This has been a wonderful discussion. And it's helped me to recognize where grace fits in with keeping things consistent, with being consecutive, with keeping a record. Yeah. So those of you who are streaking or thinking about streaking or, you know, are listening to this or know someone, I mean, if you're listening to this and you're a streaker and you know someone, share with them about grace and, and that it's, that's what it's all about. I mean, that's why we do streaking. Sometimes people will approach us after we've done presentations and be, I just can't have that taskmaster hang over me. I can't have that taskmaster of, I've got to get this done every single day, hang over me. And what I say is that's not the spirit of streaking. The spirit of streaking is to set up a floor so that you know on those days when there is all the awful things that can and do happen and the taskmaster seems to be um, coming toward you and with you that you can retreat to the floor. And on that floor, you can assuredly rely that every single one of these streaks that I have are going to lead me to who I ultimately want to be. And that's the power of streaking. Awesome. Thank you. 
Well, thanks everyone for joining us today. Jamie and I always have a great conversation and love talking with you. If you would like to follow us on the app, please do so. Oh, and by the way, I have a very special announcement that I'm going to give in just a minute. But um, if you'd like to follow us on the app, download the Streaking app, go to the community and look up Jamie, J-A-M-I Downs, and you can start following her and see all of her streaks as well as um, some of the comments that she makes. And you can follow me as well at Jeffrey Downs, J-E-F-F-E-R-Y-D-O-W-N-S, and see the streaks that I have. And by the way, it's kind of cool because you can follow just one streak or you can follow all the streaks. You don't have to follow them all and just see how they're working in our lives and what we comment about them. And of course, there's all kinds of other great streakers that are out there as well. Okay, so now for the special announcement, just before we end. We have started, we being um, Talon and I, have started a new podcast. It's a daily podcast called The Streaking Professional. The Streaking Professional is all about how you apply streaks mainly in your career but a little bit more in life. And we also, because Talon and I enjoy it, we'll throw in sports as well. But if you want to head over to that podcast, it's called The Streaking Professional. We just released it, just got put out there this week. Uh, there's five episodes that are out there, and we just start to talk about what happens in daily life. We talk about the news and the current events and how we apply streaks to those and also how you could do it in your career. We'll also be talking about uh, some of our favorite books, and we, it, it's called Book Friday is what we're naming it. And on Streaking Book Friday, we're going to just talk about how you can streak a book and how you can apply the concepts in a book to that uh, streaks. How you can apply the con. <laughs> wow, I really messed that whole thing but up. But I totally understood what you, you were knew saying. Where I was going. How you can read a book and use streaks to help you implement the things that you're learning from that book. Thank you for interpreting for me. <laughs> that was all jumbled Jeff in my language. brain. Yes, you do. And you do it very well. So if you uh, want to or refer that out to people, go on, go on over and subscribe to The Streaking Professional. Again, that's the daily podcast. Jamie and I will continue to do our weekly podcast, and it usually gets released on Saturday mornings is when it comes out. Um, but we're going to continue to do that. And if you would like to talk with us about a particular subject or would, have, or would like for us to talk about a particular subject, please email us. You can email me at Jeffrey, J-E-F-F-E-R-Y. I emphasize that E because just this last week, we, my name was spelled R-E-Y. It's again. not R-E-Y. I know, again. J-E-F-F-E-R-Y at streakingmastery.com or... Jamie, J-A-M-I at streakingmastery.com. So enjoy. Give yourself some grace. We hope that you have a wonderful Easter weekend. And just know that Jamie and I... Um, we love the Lord and we are so grateful that he was resurrected on Easter Sunday so that we could all have a little bit of grace in our life. So until we talk until we talk again next time, keep streaking. <laughs>